Hello, and thanks for listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow the Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves. Hello again. What is up, Braves country? This is July 4th, 2022, and welcome to the Braves Craze podcast. So first and foremost, happy Independence Day or happy 4th of July, whichever name you choose to go by for this holiday. Uh, I want to say thank you to all those who have served and paid the price uh, for us to have freedom because we know freedom is not free. So again, happy Independence Day to everyone in America. Everyone listening to this podcast, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening to this podcast. Uh, If you will, please subscribe to this podcast. Give me a rating, some feedback at your favorite podcasting platform. And feel free to drop me comments, questions, or feedback. If you give some questions, I may use them on air. Uh, My Twitter handle is at Dr. Braves. So the Braves have had another good week, four and two. Uh, They went two and one against the Phillies in Philadelphia, and then two and one versus the Reds uh, in Cincinnati. With that, with that game ending on Sunday, this past Sunday, with a comeback for the Braves to go to extra innings and then losing ultimately in extras. Uh, but there was a lot of good things that went on this week, for sure. Uh, even the game they lost versus the Reds, a lot of good stuff happened. I want to talk about that real quick first. Marcelo Zuna uh, showing some signs of life with two home runs, uh, two well-struck home runs, by the, by the way, is that. And then the, really the, the, the biggest thing I take away from that game, Michael Harris, man, uh, he continues to just be great for this team. Uh, he, he hit the game-tying solo homer in the ninth inning to send it to extra innings. Uh, he turned on a pitch and crushed it to right field. Uh, looks like he's really getting better and better the more he stays up in the bigs, the more he plays and figures it out. Uh, we all know about his defense. Uh, it's stellar. It's gold glove at this point, in my opinion, already. Gold glove level anyway, whether he wins that or not, but he is a gold glove level guy. I do think he will win gold gloves in the outfield, but maybe not this year, but he's certainly showing that type of glove for this Braves team. But now the offense is coming. Uh, he is really being clutch, playing tremendous, stealing some bases now. And then Charlie Morton in the game versus the Phils in a in – a, uh, not rewarded for his effort, but 10 Ks over seven innings, no earned runs. He pitched deep in the game, uh, was throwing hard, looked really, really good. So, uh, you know, again, a lot of good things for the Braves here going on. This week, uh, unfortunately, uh, they had two losses, a uh, heartbreaker to the Reds on Sunday. And then I want to talk about the, I believe it was the Thursday game at Philadelphia where Ian Anderson just got shelled. Uh, Ian is, is really struggling right now. Uh, two innings pitched, seven earned runs against the Phils uh, on the Thursday game. Uh, he didn't make it deep in the game, obviously. He, he looks lost. He's not it's locating right now. You know, Ian has good stuff. He doesn't have lights out stuff, but it's certainly uh, good enough. He throws mid-90s. Uh, that change up is, is what he lives on typically as well. So, uh, you know, Ian had a tough, tough outing this week, uh, and he's got to pick it up and bounce back pretty soon for sure. We've talked about the rotation a bit. Uh, right now, Ian might be the biggest question mark, probably is the biggest question mark in that rotation. Uh, we all know about Max Freed. Uh, I think Max Freed is legitimate number one in this league. Uh, I, I would put him against almost anyone in the league right now, and uh, he, he is he's pitching that well. We all know about Kyle Wright, uh, how well he has done this season. Uh, I, I t- took the playoffs and the, the World Series performance last year and just took that to another level this year, so Kyle has been great. I believe he's the number two. Uh, on paper, Charlie Morton is the number three. 
Uh, Charlie's been up and down. His ERA was up in the fives for a while. He's, he's, that's coming down now. He's starting to be the Charlie Morton of old, uh, the old reliable guy uh, that, that we know we have on this team, the veteran uh, with nasty, nasty stuff. Uh, still mid to high 90s on the fastball. Nasty breaking stuff for Charlie. Uh, knows how to pitch. He's a big game guy, we know, so Charlie is there. Uh, so that's the four guys, Ian, Ian there. But Spencer Strider is the guy I want to talk about again for a second. I mean, my goodness gracious, Spencer Strider, uh, he's just hes just absolutely lights out uh, for this team again. He had another great outing this week. Uh, he is not the number five starter, even though he may be that on the books. Uh, Spencer Strider is the guy whose stuff might not be matched in baseball. Uh, his stuff is that good. Uh, and, and this is our number five starter right now, who typically, or honestly, he's our two or three at this point in time, if really truth be told about that. The only question mark about Spencer is can in the innings he's going to pitch, or is that going to catch him at some point in time this year because he's never pitched that many innings and being in the bigs now, uh, he is he is adding up some innings and you know he's a guy that that if we could get him into the playoffs and have him with a fresh arm, he's a difference maker for this team. Uh, you know you look at him long term in that starting role and this Braves rotation with these five guys they've got. Uh, and and you got to realize Mike Soroka is knocking on the door. Kyle Muller, who we'll talk about again in a second, is is knocking on the door at AAA. Uh, this team's pitching looks to be considerably considerably better than it was last year. The bullpen and the rotation, and and we all know what we, what happened last year. We got hot and won the whole thing. So I think this this pitching is is absolutely the biggest weapon for this Braves team that no one's talks about. We all know we can, can score runs in bunches. We all know about the power this team possesses in the long the home runs and the long ball threat. But our pitching has is, is just been our staple this year. And I think the addition of Spencer Strider, the rotation, uh, in whatever spot you want to call him in, I don't think he's the five, but certainly uh, if he's our five guy, we are loaded for bear down the stretch. And, again, Anderson's got to get going a little bit. Ian struggled a bit. Uh, he's never really had this kind of struggle in his career. I can remember he's been – up and down a bit, but not this down. Uh, but he got roughed up here uh, recently, and he's not his ERA is up pretty high for the season now. So uh, he's a good pitcher. So I wonder, you know, how he bounces back soon. We'll see what he does. But but Ian Anderson, uh, the biggest question mark right now for this this lineup or this rotation we have. So uh, I want to talk about the All Star voting real quick. Uh, it was announced the other day that Ronald Acuna is the National League leader in All Star votes. Uh, which means he gets an automatic starting slot for this team. So congratulations to Acuna. Uh, he is one of the most popular guys in the league. He, he's a favorite of mine for sure. I uh, love what he does, love watching him play. He is probably the most exciting player I've ever seen for this team. Uh, and that's a big statement because I'm a huge Dale Murphy guy, and he was very exciting back in the day. But Ronald Acuna brings another level of excitement. Uh, then, and again, and he's a little flamboyant, got the flair. I think it's all good. It's all in a good way, but he certainly has that flair to him. So Ronald uh, getting, the, getting the, the most votes doesn't surprise me. I think it's great to see a Braves team have a guy who is the top vote getter in the All-Star game. Uh, going down the list real quick, uh, Travis Darno is a finalist at catcher, meaning he's in the top two vote getters. Uh, Ozzie Albee's a finalist at second base. Dansby Swanson, a finalist at shortstop. Uh, Adam Duvall, a finalist in the outfield, and then William Contreras has gotten voted in as a finalist at the designated hitter position uh, for the All-Star team. So uh, I, I want to mention all these guys are very deserving. Uh, I hate Austin Riley, missed out on 
on the third base final spot because uh, he's had a good year. He's been inconsistent with his average, but uh, 20 homers now. Uh, it speaks for itself, so he's been really, really good at the hot corner. Plays solid defense. I dare I say gold glove level defense at third base for Austin. So, uh, you know, I hate he missed that spot. Maybe he'll get voted in as reserve. Um, but certainly of the guys out there, uh, the, I'm going to mention two names that I think besides Acuna need to make this team that should be there. The first is, is obviously Dansby Swanson. Uh, Dansby Swanson has been the Braves' best player this year at this point in time. And I'm going to say position player. I mean, you, you really can't talk about what Max Fried's done or what – uh, even a Spencer Strider is done right now, but 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 Matt, but Dansby Swanson has been the best offensive player on this team. He did start off slow for three or four weeks, but after that, the guy has been killing it at the plate. He's the best defensive shortstop in the league, in my opinion. Uh, you know, if Dansby's not on this team in a starting manner, there's no justice in this. Uh, I feel certain he'll make the team, even if it's a reserve. But uh, I really hope Dansby wins here because he is uh, he has had the year of years for him. Uh, he, he's a great, great player for this team and a great, great player in the National League. The other guy I want to mention that I think really should be considered for a finalist and maybe get the starting nod is, is Travis Darnay. Uh, you know, I'm a William Contreras guy. Uh, I think he is going to be the catcher of the future, and the future is now. Travis Darnay, though, has been excellent this year. He's been so consistent, so steady. The Braves' two catchers in Darno and Contreras, I can't imagine a better situation in baseball than what Atlanta has with these two guys. Uh, they just absolutely have been great all year. Uh, Darno's been a little more steady, Contreras maybe a little more dynamic, uh, but both have been very, very good, and I just feel so good about this team's uh, catching situation going forth. Uh, you know, they've been so good that the, the DH position has been used a lot by the other catchers. So, you know, Ozuna, who was struggling for a while, is picking it up now, but he's lost some at-bats because these guys have been that good and you can't afford to get Contreras or Darno's bat out when the other one is catching. And we've seen a timeshare going on now with the two catchers, which I like. Uh, you know, I think both of them need to hit more than they're getting to play, but uh, I certainly think that the catching timeshare is a good thing. And I do think that Contreras' development has been such a huge thing for the Braves. I think also it's pushed Darno. I mean, he, you know, he has had to play very well to keep his position because Contreras is coming, you know, for that job. And I tell you, Travis is just answer the bell uh, every time. He's playing really well, and these two guys are complimenting each other so well. I heard the announcers on, on, on Valley talk about, uh, you know, these guys get along well, they compete, they push each other in a good way. So it's a healthy competition, and it seems to work great at this point in time for this team. So, uh, but again, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Ozzy get in there. Ozzy's been hurt. Uh, you know, Duvall was a bit of a, a surprise getting in that list, but I, I, you all know how I love Adam Duvall. I do think he's a very underrated guy. He, he struggled for the part, of, a good part of this year, but he's come on well lately. So, um, you know, I, I think all these guys getting in there, and I think pitching-wise, uh, I believe get selected separately. Max Freed should be a lock. I think Kyle Wright should be a lock for this team for sure. Uh, and then we'll see about the bullpen. There are some guys in the bullpen like an A.J. Mentor, who's really deserving, although non-closers don't get picked a whole lot. So uh, Kenley Jansen's been really good. Uh, the injury list thing for him, which we'll talk about again in a second, uh, is, uh, is is something that may hold him back from getting the all-star nod, but he's been very good and worthy of least consideration for this team as well. So uh, I want to mention a couple other things. Uh, Tuki Toussaint, 
uh, was traded by the Braves for cash consideration of the Angels. Uh, that was basically because they had to make room uh, when Jay Jackson, who is a relief pitcher that's been up and down from AAA to the majors for other teams, came off the injured list. He's on the 40-man roster, and we had to get a spot for him uh, to be activated. He was sent to AAA, and Tukey was, was DFA'd. Uh, and then the Braves had time to trade him to the Angels for some cash. So, uh, you know, I wish Tukey well. I always thought Tukey did not get a fair shake here. Uh, he pitched pretty well from time to time in the majors. Uh, the last time he was up, which I believe was last year, he did not pitch poorly that often. But uh, for whatever reason, they did not stick with him in the majors. And, you know, he's a guy that, that uh, had a lot of upside, has a great curveball, throws pretty hard mid-90s or so. Uh, I've always thought and been told – and I actually got to see Tukey uh, signing some autographs a few years ago in spring, spring training. He was a very, very nice guy. I was very impressed with his demeanor. I think he's truly a good guy, one of the good guys in this game. So uh, I want to wish Tukey Toussaint the best with the Angels. Hopefully he goes over there uh, and is able to find his role and pitch well and, and make his way to the majors and stay there because I do think he's a very talented guy and, and as I said, a very good guy. Uh, we've heard a lot about – uh, the Mets about to reload with some players coming back. Uh, in particular, Max Scherzer went out for a minor league stint. Uh, and then Jacob DeGrom is due back fairly soon as well. So those are two frontline starters. Those are two number one guys with most teams that the Mets are banking on being healthy for them to get them down the stretch. Uh, and that certainly uh, is going to make them better if those guys are right, no question. Uh, the two of the best pitchers in our time or in our era here we've had for a while, uh, you may have seen the story with Max Scherzer and his AAA team, and I forget where it was when he was pitching with a AAA rehab team or for a rehab start. Uh, took his team to dinner, bought, and then bought them all AirPods. So that's pretty cool. You know, Max obviously has got a guy, is a guy that's got an established contract and, and gets a lot of money, but he gets it. Uh, he's taking care of his, his teammates in AAA, and that's wonderful to see. So I think he's a good guy as well. And then DeGrom, we know DeGrom has probably been the best pitcher in baseball for the last – you know, three to seven years or so with the Mets. Uh, so getting those two guys back will be very, very difficult. But, you know, people don't make a lot of the Braves getting returns coming back. Uh, I haven't mentioned yet, but I will mention that the Braves got two guys back for tonight's game. Uh, Eddie Rosario started in left field, was activated from the, for the injured list, as well as Tyler Madzik, uh, who was also activated from the list. Uh, the Braves uh, – sent Mike Ford back down to make room for one of the two players. And then they DFA'd uh, Silvino Bracco, who is the relief pitcher they basically got from Boston in a cash deal who was DFA'd by Boston. So he, pitched, he got to pitch one game for the Braves and then got sent on his merry way. Unless he clears, he may be at AAA with the Braves. We will see what happens there. But, uh, you know, famously the Braves now are, are kind of doing this thing where they're DFA'ing folks such as Tukey, we ended up getting traded, such as Bronco. Uh, we go back to uh, Jacob Webb, who they, they traded for in a cash trade and then DFA'd him again, although he did stay with the team in AAA and cleared, cleared waivers. But uh, we're doing a lot of weird things here to make some room on the roster for people. And, you know, it kind of is weird to see a guy like Webb, who we all knew and, and, and remember and liked a lot from – uh, his his previous pitching stints with them, he, he got hit with the baseball pretty bad and had trouble coming back with that. Uh, but, you know, see, see guys kind of treated like this, and I say treated in, in, a, in a good way because I know we're not trying to treat them poorly, but, the you know, letting them go and DFA them like that is, is pretty tough on them. And, 
you know, I hate to see uh, guys go. And Tukey was a guy I really had some high hopes for still. Uh, I, I think we were to the point where we weren't going to use him with this team, much like Johan Camargo last year, who I thought was going to be – should have been a guy we could have played more and gotten up, and now he is with the Phillies. So maybe Tukey finds his way, such as Johan did with another team, and, and becomes uh, the player, or at least somewhat close to the player he was going to be for this Atlanta team. So, again, good luck to Tukey Toussaint. Uh, back to where we were about getting Scherzer and DeGrom. Uh, the Braves will get Soroka, who's about to go out soon on a, on a minor league stint back. Uh, we're going to get Ozzy back at some point in time. We've already gotten Rosario and Matzik back. And I'm going to go a step further and say Acuna still isn't completely right. Now, yeah, he's producing. He's stealing bases, getting on base. But his power is still not where it was. So to offset the Scherzer-DeGrom thing that the Mets are doing, there, everybody kind of says that's going to keep the Mets above and the Braves can't catch him. I disagree because of the guys we're getting back. And to me, Soroka is the wild card. If Soroka gets anywhere near where he was before back on track, he was going to be our number one starter for a long, long time before he had those freak injuries to happen. So I realize Mike's got a ways, a ways to go here, and, and we can't just expect him to be the Mike Soroka of old overnight. But, man, if he can get close to that anytime this year or even next year, We've got ourselves a rotation that, that may not be matched by anybody in baseball. Uh, you know, Ozzy's going to be Ozzy. Uh, you know, I think when he gets back from that foot injury, the break, I mean, he's going to come back, and it may take a few minutes to get him going, but he, he's a dynamic player. I'm not really sure what to expect out of Rosario yet. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy that that has a lot of talent. He, he got so hot in the World Series and played a huge role in the, in the NLCS anyway for sure. So getting Eddie in here and, and – using him out there. I'm not really sure how Snit's going to use him with the outfield and Duvall and, and maybe even Ozuna some. Uh, there'll be four or five guys now looking for time. Michael Harris, I think, is, is taking over the, the full-time job in center. We're not getting that away from him, and that's great. So I think that, and of course, Acuna's in right. So I think the three guys between Ozuna, Duvall, and Rosario are going to be playing for two spots, one in left field and then one at DH. Uh, so that's going to be a, a good log jam for the Braves in the outfield to have. Uh, with those guys out there. So, uh, again, the Braves still playing really well, really hot right now, uh, and, and looking really good. Uh, I believe the count with the start of the day on July 4th, they were three and a half games behind the Mets. Uh, so we're in good shape there. We've come from made up, made up a, almost seven games or so on the Mets over the last month. It was over 10 not too long back. So we played really well. Uh, yeah, they get some guys back, but we will too. And we'll match that 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 uh, wave when they bring Scherzer and, and DeGrom with our guys offensively and then Soroka as well uh, out there. So I uh, want to talk a little bit about what's happening today. The Braves are actually in a game uh, rain delayed right now, weather delay in, at home with the St. Louis Cardinals. They lead, I believe, 6-1 to one right now. Uh, Kyle Wright pitched four innings strong, looked really good. Unfortunately, he'll probably not get the win now because I doubt he comes back out if they're able to play anymore tonight. Uh, it's not a complete game yet, so Kyle's got to go five. Uh, he has not been five yet, so it uh, looks like it may be tough luck for Kyle Wright, who is go- who's about to get win number 10, it looks like tonight, but uh, he will probably be taken out of the game if they're able to restart this game tonight and not uh, not get the win. But it doesn't take away from the fact he was rolling, cruising, uh, with good baseball. The only run uh, the Cardinals got was on, on a misplay. Uh, Phil Gosselin missed the bag at second, and they got the bases loaded up and 
Collie ended up doing damage control with only one run, but I think that would have probably, if Phil had gotten the out, I don't know if that run would have scored. Uh, so tough luck for Kyle, but still great outing tonight for Kyle Wright. Uh, I want to mention Phil Goslin. As you know, I'm, I'm a, fa a fan of Phil. I like what he does, uh, even though he made a not great play tonight uh, with, with what I talked about. Phil's played pretty well for this team. He's getting a start a week or so. He's been on Orlando Garcia. Uh, I hope Phil stays with this team uh, when everybody comes back. I, I surely hope he can. Uh, he's a good guy, a good player, uh, a good intangible guy to have with this team, and I think he has a nice role to give us bench depth uh, can play multiple positions in the infield, even a little outfield in the pinch, I think. So, uh, Gosselin's a guy I hope stays. Uh, talking about the week coming up real quick, the Braves have four at home with the Cardinals starting tonight. Uh, that game we know is suspended for rain right now, so we'll see how that happens. And they have the Nationals coming in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, seven games this week, no breaks. I believe they have no breaks next week. So, they have 14 straight uh, starting today. I believe they had uh, not 90 breaks last week either. Well, they had one day off last week, so a lot of games in a row here. Uh, the Mets will come in after the Nats to open next week, so a huge series with the Mets coming up on the 10th, 11th, and 12th for the Braves. Uh, that'll be some some quick swings there for the playoff standings with the Mets. So uh, approaching the All-Star break, which is coming up on the 19th. So before we know it, we'll have the, uh, the, 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 the break here uh, for three or four days and then start back off after the break. Uh, with the Angels coming to Atlanta, uh, the Los Angeles Angels coming into Atlanta, which so that'll be Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, some really cool stuff to see those guys in Atlanta. Get your tickets for that now if you haven't already. So uh, have a great rest of the day. Happy 4th of July again. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and let's go Braves.